Good morning, welcome to the Game Room Podcast, it's your host The Lefty, and now, finally, after a long hiatus, we are going to talk some more law tech, because I've been messing around with some stuff. A lot of it's older stuff, but I'm trying to find more uses for it. Um, now, some of this stuff might be kind of advanced, I'm going to put that out there now, um, and if this is something you want to try to emulate or do, feel free to... Go to my YouTube channel and leave comments or ask questions. Uh, you're always welcome to, to go on there. You can also go on my Twitch channel uh, at twitch.tv, the lefty, with an underscore between the and lefty, and the E in the is a three. Sorry about all the confusion with that. That shit sucks. I know. That's what happens when you get your account stolen. So let us start talking a little bit more about law. And about some of the things that some players use. I've seen some of these things done. Uh, but they're not used very often, especially online. And I think part of it has to do with the execution. The execution on it is quite tight. Especially if you want it to be as safe as possible. And we'll get into that in a second. Also, there's also the issue of the way people play online is quite a bit different than what you might see in an offline event. Or at like locals, right? If you're just playing with some some guys in your local area that are all different skill levels, either super, super good and competitive, or guys you're just hanging out, drinking beers, and, and playing from the couch, it's fine. You can do this stuff at all levels. It's just, obviously at higher levels, you got to mix it up and condition a lot better. But um, otherwise, let's get on with it here. So the first thing we're going to talk about is buffering. And it's something that I think other characters use a lot more frequently. Uh, and obviously, I'm not going to list them all here. There's lots of characters that can use buffering. Every character can use buffering to an advantage of some point, uh, at some point. But uh, the ones that stick out to me the most when it comes to buffering moves is probably King or Armor King or the Grapplers. Uh, and that's simply because you're able to put in moves in a classic one that's been there since... Shit... I'm pretty sure since Tekken 2, probably, is uh, a forward one, just a forward plus one jab into giant swing on hit or block. I guess you could do it off either one. But that's an example of buffering a throw during the recovery animation of your jab, right? And in Law's case, <coughs> he can buffer other things. Namely, instant wall running. And I will tell you right now, before I even go any further, not only is this shit kind of hard to land and hard to use and hard to actually execute, but it's hard to land if somebody mashes buttons. If these people you're playing against love to throw out jabs, magic fours, down forward twos randomly, it might hit you when you're doing these things. But if you do them properly with the proper execution, they will only get an airborne float combo for much less damage, probably in the 40s or 50s, rather than what you normally would see 70s, 80s, or more. So, in a way, it can it can keep you alive a little longer uh, if you do these things, but uh, I will say that it's not absolutely essential for you to spam these things, because if you do, everything in this game has a counter everything. Even stuff that's very hard to deal with and very hard to see and very hard to react to. Once you figure it out and study it and lab it, you 
usually can find a counter to it. I would say 99.9% .9 of the time. Now, what we're talking about here is using your normal pokes on hit, so you have plus frames, and immediately buffering your instant while running. You can also do this from slide, and this is huge. Uh, this is something a lot of the better law players do. Um, what you're basically doing is you're going into full crouch, you're doing down forward, down, down forward, and then forward neutral. And usually I put a neutral in before the forward as well. And the reason I do this is because it slows your, it slows your slide down a little bit. And people might think, well, why the hell would you do that? Sometimes you can slide so fast that it's, it's basically unseeable. You never see the animation. They just crouch and then slide, right? And that's what a lot of people strive to do. But at higher levels of play, or even average play, it's important to make sure that people see that you're trying to slide. And the reason that's important is not only for conditioning, but to, I don't know, help, help figure out if your opponent can or cannot block that on reaction. And if you're doing it super fast, you know, willy-nilly, crazy speed, right? If they block it and punish it, okay. But was it luck? Was it a twitch reaction? Or did they actually see the slide coming and anticipate it, right? So it's better sometimes, especially at average level play and not super high comp play, to just slow it down a little bit. And by slowing it down a little bit, it allows you to get this forward neutral input off of the slide cancel. That's basically what you're doing is you're slide canceling. By doing this slide fake or slide cancel, they call it different things, it's the same shit, right? By doing this, you are basically buffering a forward input while your actual slide animation comes out. And what I mean by slide animation is not you actually doing the slide by hitting three. What I mean is that Law will go into full crouch, do down forward down, and then that second down forward is normally when you hit three. In this case, while Law is taking that larger step in crouch, you can buffer a forward neutral. And what this allows you to do is simply hit forward neutral forward three and get instant while running three out of it. This can be very, very useful. Very useful. And the reason it's very useful, sorry, I'm turning vents on and off here. The reason it can be very useful is because now, at the range that's optimal for the slide mix-up, usually they're looking for a fast mid, like while standing two, which is launch punishable on block, or the slide, which is launch punishable or float punishable with a wall standing four for most characters in the game. Both of which lead law into potentially a lot of damage if they guess correctly. In this case, if they block instant while running three, you're now plus seven. If they crouch for the slide, you get a knockdown into potentially more shit, right? And it's a pretty good chunk of damage, right? It's not as good as wall standing two, but it's a hell of a lot safer, and it gives you plus frames to play more. You get to keep playing. You got more quarters, you know? <laughs> So, by doing this, most of the time, if you're going to try to do a slide fake super safe, you're going to be doing wall standing four, wall standing one. Uh, some people do wall standing three because it's plus frames, I guess, on block and in DSS as well. Uh, it's high, so really not that great. I don't know why people do that. Uh, some players do that. Okay, fine. But 
the main reason I'm pointing this out as an instant while running option is that from the slide fake, I'm gonna just keep calling it slide fake because it's easier to understand what I'm talking about. During the slide fake, getting that forward neutral animation not only moves you forward, but it sets up the wall running three. Normally, you don't have the range to hit wall standing four or wall standing one. Uh, at the range, the max range, you would have instant wall running three hit. Now, that move is also 20 frames. It's either 20 or 21, I forget. So instant wall running three is a 20 frame move. Let's just call it that. It's a 20 frame move. Plus the dash, they've got a little bit of time to react to it, right? So it's not a 100% ambiguous thing, right? But it gives you a lot more range. And at higher levels of play, people know that sweet spot range for law, where they should really be worried about the mid. Usually, if you're doing slide fakes at long range, they're always crouching, waiting for the slide. With this, you're potentially able to catch them with a mid once or twice in a match, and now they don't know what the hell to do. And if you get closer, they might still hesitate or block the instant wall running three. So pretty good, pretty good situation. Uh, I'll have to post videos of this on YouTube. Other, other law players have posted shit like this before. I'm not a pioneer, okay? This is just stuff that I see a lot of law players not utilizing because they're, they're watching the most popular people online and looking at the guides, and a lot of guides don't cover this stuff. So there you go. There's that one. Um, and this can be used for other things. Um, something I like to do is if they hesitate at close range, you can actually do slide fake, buffer the forward, get a dash, and go right into either run up to drop, which is his one break throw, right? Or knee lift, which is one plus two. And by doing these things, you're then able to, you know, have a throw game where they're worried about standing and blocking that mid potentially. Uh, is it as useful as the other stuff? No, but it still can lead to lots of damage. Uh, you know, the knee lift is a launcher, so, you know, there's potential there for something good, right? The other area for buffering that I wanted to talk about in this podcast is basically using your jab, your down forward one, and even your back four uh, as an opportunity to buffer uh, all at varying speeds, I might add. Jab is the fastest buffer. That's the one you really need to hit the forward neutral fast as your jab's recovering. Basically, while, while Law's arm is coming back from the jab, you got to put forward neutral forward forward three. Uh, basically, while all this is happening, right? If you do it properly, and you can practice this by just doing jab, trying to get the window right, and if you do it correctly without hitting forward three, you'll get a full dash after the jab. And you can practice this by setting the uh, setting the the, uh, the opponent in the lab to backdash as their second action in standing guard or just standing for the first action and see if you can practice that. Um, it is slightly different on hit or on block, um, so it's not much of a difference, but it's a little different. A few frames different. Uh, probably five frames, maybe a little more. I know it's eight frames plus on hit with a jab, so it's somewhere around there, right? It's not much. It's very close. So if you get good at doing it off a block, you can usually do it off a hit, no problem. Um, <clears throat> and what this does for you is when a jab hits, it's plus eight. A lot of players, uh, especially online at average level, they like to push buttons, right? Or they like to clam up and block. When they get hit by something, they hold back, right? By doing this, 
Uh, and again, like I said at the beginning, this isn't a guaranteed thing. This isn't super amazing and is going to get you to Tech and God Prime, okay? It's not. But what it's going to do is it's going to make people very, very, very hesitant about standing still and blocking you. Because you're just going to keep getting plus seven and keep doing whatever the hell you want to do afterwards. You can do down back three, you can do down four, you can do down three. You can do, uh, if they start jabbing afterwards, you can dragon tail into something else I'm going to tell you about, which is really nasty. Um, and basically, you're, you're, you're forcing the opponent to push buttons by doing this. If they do not jab check or do a magic four or do something up to 15 frames, I believe. No, take that back. Up to 20 frames. This is what I've been testing. Up to 20 frames, they can do anything they want and interrupt instant wall running three off a, off a hit jab. So I'm just putting that out there now. I'm not telling you guys this is amazing. I'm telling you it's, it's very interesting knowledge to have. That's all I'm gonna say. A lot of people don't think about this stuff. And when they see a move that's plus and they, they expect you to do running moves at long range, when you're doing it at range zero off of a fucking jab, a lot of players will not push buttons eventually. I mean, you might you might hit them a couple times with it. Um, you might, and this all comes down to conditioning, right? So a good example is to do jab, down back three, jab, down forward one, something like that, right? And that leads into my next move. The next move is down forward one, guys. On down forward one on hit, I think you're plus five or plus six. Um, by doing that, you're able to do down forward one on hit, slightly different timing than the jab, you got a little more wiggle room, but not much. Immediate instant while running three. By doing this, they don't know what to do. And it's difficult. It's difficult to try to figure this out in a match, right? But they can lab it, figure out immediately that they can touch buttons and float you. But if you do it with the perfect timing, they will not catch you with a full launcher. They will not catch you with, um, you know, in the middle of a counter hit while you're still grounded. They might get you in a counter hit, but they're not going to get you counter hit uh, standing. They're going to get you while you're airborne. So you get a lot less damage in your in their juggles. Their punishes for it are a lot less. And I'll tell you right now, a lot of people online will not perfectly execute a good juggle punish off of this because a lot of people aren't going to know what this is. They're going to look at it and say, what the hell? Like, this guy just do instant wall running three right in my face? It must be a macro. That's honestly the messages I've gotten online about this. I've been playing around with this for a while now, but I'm really kind of working out and sussing out, so to speak, all the uh, different options you can use to make this land more often. And honestly, if you pair this with down forward one, down back three, and a few other options, a forward three plus four, um, stomp, big stomp, you can actually do a lot with this. Um, also, a little, little tidbit for you if you don't know. You can do forward 3 plus 4 as well as up forward 3 plus 4, the big stomp, out of DSS. So you can use that uh, for certain things as well, which is very useful. Um, anyways, going back to what I was saying. So down forward 1, jab, right? Back 4, you can do all these. Back 4 is the slowest one. And what I mean by that is you really have to wait. Like, you have to do back 4, not hold back, so you recover forward. And as you're getting to the point where you're almost facing forward, again, forward, neutral, forward, forward, three. If you do it properly, it's pretty much seamless. And being able to do this, again, I have to say it one more time because I don't want a bunch of hate 
I don't want a bunch of hate comments, right? Like, this is dumb, this isn't a real thing, this is fake. I know it is. I know it is. But it's a good knowledge check, and it's a good opportunity to show an opponent something they may have never seen before. And little things like that, little little skill checks, knowledge checks, they can, they can cause a win. They can help you win. And uh, a lot of players, I think, will look at that and say, what the hell is this? And again, I've gotten negative comments. Well, you're just using a macro. You're just cheating. It's not a macro. You're not cheating. Could you macro this? Yes. But again, everything has a counter. You can sidewalk and sidestep the shit out of this because you have so much time. I mean, you have 20 frames before something trades. I was in practice mode messing with this just today. And I was doing law mirrors. And you basically, the only thing that counter hit... Uh, the other law was when they used Hammer of Gods afterwards. And I was plus eight. I mean, obviously I'm not plus eight because I have to do the actual dash and then start this 20 or 21 frame move. But still, I mean, they had time and they put in the Hammer of the Gods immediately after after getting hit by the jab. It doesn't matter. They still got, they still got hit, right? Um, so that was it. Everything below that could potentially float you. But like I said, it's a gamble. It's all about conditioning. So back four works. Down forward one works. One works. Uh, an interesting one is forward two. Forward two, I think, is plus five on hit, I believe. And it's zero on block. This one's interesting. Because a lot of players will stand because two two or forward two two both have a mid in the middle, right? The second hit is a mid. So a lot of people that know law will stand and block that and then take a turn. Well, with this, they don't know what's going to happen next because now you're plus seven if they block. <clears throat> so it forces them to try to push buttons and then forward two, two will counter hit them. And that gives you flame, more frames to play with, right? Or you can just do forward two and you're zero on block and then you can step or do down two, three or do something else, right? So, like I said, there's actually some utility to this. I'm not going to say this is a be-all, end-all, ultra-super-cool thing, but it's, it potentially has utility. It has a potential to be useful, especially if you do it the way I'm envisioning it, the way I'm explaining it. Uh, if you just do it off a jab over and over again, they're going to blow you up. But if you do it once in a great while, uh, they might respect your jab on hit or block a hell of a lot more, and they might even start ducking when they see a jab come out. And that's that's amazing. That's all you want in life is a is a is a jab into duck because then you can get hop kick. You can and and you can mix this with down back three uh, or just generic low like down three four. Just get generic low kick in. Yeah, it's minus two on hit, but who cares? You're still poking them and getting damage. Um, it's, it's still a potential there to scare people into ducking on reaction. I wish Law's Down Forward 2 launched uh, Crouchers, but it doesn't. But if they touch something, it will, you know. So, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think if there was... I think there's another one I was using that was really interesting. Um, you could do it... Oh, that's right. You could do it off a of Down Forward 4. Uh, down Forward 4 is 13 frame mid. It's one of the longer range mids he has. Uh when it comes to just standing still, I guess. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, a lot of people will see that on block and step, though, so it's kind of risky. But it's another it's another thing you can do. Like, I like using uh, down forward four and then 
junkyard, I'm sorry, not junkyard, uh, back to, uh, if they touch anything afterwards, uh, unhit, obviously, uh, but also unhit, what's useful is doing that into banana peel, and you can sometimes counter hit people on block, too, uh, if you do down forward four on block, yes, it's super risky, but you can do banana peel, and potentially, you know, get a knockdown face down on it, on counter hit, um, but the other thing, I'm switching gears now. There's more to it. I'm not going to give out all my secrets and goodies, but I just wanted to share this because I think I think this is something that more serious law players that want to get law to a higher level, uh, this is important stuff because the more people that know shit like this, the more it will improve. The more goodies people will find that I won't know about, and hopefully those players, when they find new things, will share that uh, abroad right? Share that with the world. So maybe I get some goodies back, right? Sharing is caring. That's how fighting games work. That's how communities work. Back before the internet, everyone shared shit. At least they were, they used to. Um, that way you could blow up the guy that beat everybody else. You all band together and and work together and lab together and, and share information off quarters together. And then everyone improves in your community and that makes you a stronger player. So I hope this is, um, you know, paid forward, so to speak. So if someone gets something out of this, uh, well, you're welcome. Uh, and if you have goodies that I don't know about, uh, feel free to, uh, give me that information. And, uh, let's move forward. Let's, let's move forward here. Move on. So the other thing I want to talk about, and I have to stress again, this is not a guaranteed thing. Okay. This is somewhat of a tech trap off of something that a lot of players refuse to use. They say, don't ever use this. It's garbage. Don't ever use this move. It's garbage. I'm talking about Dragon Tail. Dragon Tail actually has some use, guys. It really does. Um, Dragon Tail not only is a decent wall ender uh, in certain situations because it causes a flip over that's untechable, but also, (coughs) and this is where I really... Uh, really want to pat myself on the back because yes, I know other people do this, but I've never seen a juggle like this off of this. You can juggle off this. You can juggle off of down back four four, down back four three, or whatever the hell it is. The dragon tail to flip kick. Dragon tail to flip kick has an interesting property on it, where if the opponent tries, I think three different options, basically every fucking option in the game except for tech rolling left or right you can pick them up and float them for a combo. And this isn't just a little, you know, piddly 30 or 40 damage, guys. This is with the damage, of course, I have to add in here, with the damage of the sweep to flip kick, totaling it, add it all together, you can get 90 damage off this shit. And I have to stress again, that's 90 damage with the flip kick and the dragon tail added together. I think that's 38 damage or, yeah, 38 damage or 36 damage, something like that. So, I mean, you can do the math. I mean, this is a chunk of damage. This is a grip of damage uh, because, you know, they got up wrong, right? And the way this works is if the opponent decides to lie still, most players don't, or roll to the side or do some other things, they can get picked up. And you pick them up with the most silly thing, 2-2, just hit 2-2. Down back 4-4, the flip kick. As soon as you hit the ground, hit 2-2. 
You might have to delay it just a bit. You don't want to mash 2-2, but hit 2-2. And what will happen is if they do not tech roll, you, you know, and there's and there's some variations on this based on range, right? But normally at close to mid-range, the range at which both those hits will land, uh, you can hit 2-2 and it will float them. And then you do down 1-3 to tailspin, sidestep right immediately, just a micro step, just a tiny little step, dash forward, junkyard and legend kick. That shit will do either 89 or 90 damage based on if you do forward four in the, uh, what was I saying? Oh shit, yeah, that's 89 damage, right? Um, the other option, which does 90 or 92, depending on how you do it, is to actually do the exact same combo, but instead of ending with Junkyard, you do a sidestep right, small step, sidestep right, little tiny step, dash forward, forward four, three, four, instant DSS forward four, the Legend King right? That will do 90 or 91, 92 right in there. And it's got fantastic wall carry potential because you can do whatever you want after this. As long as you realign with the sidestep, you basically are doing whatever combo you want. And there's variations. You can do back four, three to, to bound. Uh, you can do a few other options to bound. You can do back two, one to bound. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, if you land this in the middle of a level, it doesn't matter what level it is, you can wall carry to one of the walls. Like, if you do dash jab or dash two, dash two, dash two, and then back two one, and then whatever you four four two one three or whatever to take them to the wall, or down two three or four four two three, whichever you want to do, whatever move you want to do to really put them over to the wall, it'll work. And I'm telling you right now, it's fantastic. And what it does is it really gets people frustrated about Dragon Tail because Dragon Tail's fucking irritating enough. Because a lot of players, even if they block correctly, they usually don't punish it right because law is so low to the ground. And again, I have to stress, this is not guaranteed. This is not uh, a super amazing, oh my god, this is top pro level gimmicks. Everyone's going to learn this and do this now. But if they don't tech roll, I mean, come on now. If they don't tech roll, you're looking at a chunk of damage, and they're going to sit there and scratch their head and say, how the hell do they do this? This doesn't juggle. It doesn't. Uh, if you have trouble doing the 2-2 two -two and, and having trouble doing that combo, you can still do, I think, 89 or 82. I forget the number, and I apologize. Um, off of doing the flip, the uh, dragon tail to flip, having it hit, and then as soon as you land from the flip, down 1-3 to bound, or tailspin, I'm sorry, and just negate the 2-2. Two -two. You do a little less damage, but you can do both of those combos I said earlier in this podcast anyways. You just have to dash a little deeper. Um, or a little less deep, I'm sorry. But you can get a fantastic chunk of damage off that. And if anyone knows a better way of getting more damage off this, go for it. Let me know. Tell me in, on the YouTube comments or whatever. I would I would appreciate it. Um, because I don't know everything. You know, I'm trying to be humble here. Uh, I don't know everything, and a lot of the stuff I talk about is probably old news, and people already know about this shit on the discords and stuff, and that's fine. That's fine. But it's still useful for the average law players or the low-skill law players that really just want to learn something cool and exotic to try. This is a good example of that. It's pretty pretty cool. Um, you know, not the best thing, uh, you know, because Dragon Tail's super slow and super punishable and pretty dumb. But if you tell people doing this a couple times, oh, they'll be ducking. They'll be looking for it. 
And honestly, the new move, down back 3 plus 4, kind of looks similar to Banana Peel or uh, Dragon Tail. So maybe people will hesitate. I don't know. Um, but it is what it is. Now, you might be asking, well, why won't they... They'll just tech roll every time, right? They'll just tech roll every time. Here's why. If you do this, and you do, do Dragon Tail and a Flip Kick, and then dash, and they tech roll because they're mashing buttons... You can do a throw mix-up off of it because they can't do anything in tech roll. They have to they have to tech roll and hold down back to be able to get out of the throw. And that's also pretty risky on their part. So, you know, uh, I'm just saying, it, it, you can basically do dash up, run up to drop, or dash up knee lift. Again, same thing. And if they tech roll, they're they're going to get thrown. Or they have to take the, the, the mix-up of the which throw it is. Or they have to duck, you know. Uh, is it, you know, is the throw guaranteed? No, it's not, a, it's not a guaranteed throw attempt. I should say that. It's not a guaranteed throw attempt. But if they're going to just always tech roll now, because if they do anything else, spring kick doesn't work. It floats. The, the thing I'm telling you guys about with the dragon tail will float. They do a mid or low get up kick, it'll float. If they do, I mean, literally anything will float. And, and if you do the down one three immediately after that, the odds of it landing are even better, you know. Um, so, like I said, I mean, it's pretty pretty cool. It's it's not the best thing, and I have to keep stressing that because I really don't want to read shitty comments, guys. There's so many so much elitism in the Tekken scene and so much elitism in the FGC as a whole. I don't want to add to that. So, if you know something better, let me know. Message me, PM me, do whatever you want to do. If you, if, if I'm screwed up and I'm totally wrong, tell me in the comments. But, you know, don't be an ass, please. I, I just don't, I don't have time to read through all that, you know? But, anyways, uh, this is the lefty. Uh, that's all I've got right now. Uh, you know, I, I hope you guys appreciate the intel uh, and the tech. Uh, if you, like I said, if you have any information or, or more stuff to share to me, let me know. Uh, you can add me on Steam, too. I don't mind. Just add me on Steam and and uh, I'll accept it and then shoot me a, a message and let me know why you friended me. Because if you friend me and I don't know who the hell you are, I'll add you, message you and ask who you are. And if if I don't know who you are, I'll just delete you because I don't have I only have 400 friend slots. OK, I, I don't have time for everybody. So uh, anyways, have a good one. This is the lefty. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the tech.